0: Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3.
1: Join the conversation.
0: All right, we are live right here at Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. My name is Zulu Akal. And we're getting into our conversation with Baddebo Rhodes Viva, the governorship candidate of uh, the Labour Party in uh, the 2023 uh elections that is uh the state elections that happened last year 2023 we are engaging him we want to find out really what is happening uh well his reaction first of all to uh the judgment the supreme court judgment which is uh the final the final step in uh, this uh contest to uh reverse the election results in favor of uh, the labor party and uh himself Badi but joining us uh this morning uh, GRV, good morning to you.
1: Good morning. Thank you uh, for having me. And happy thank,
0: Yes, a happy new year to you. And uh, since we got into the heat of politics, we haven't had time to engage uh, uh, you this time. I mean, how has that journey been, though? It changed your entire uh, uh, trajectory, life, and uh, your routine.
1: It was amazing. Uh, it was amazing it it was amazing in so many ways one, it restored my faith in the Nigerian people because you had a lot of people that came out and said you know what, we want to stand up and demand for good governance and you had a whole different narrative for what you're used to in politics where it's all about how much you share and what you give that will get people to come out Um, you had hope rekindled in a lot of people as well and it was truly an amazing journey. It's something that I will do again. It's something I'll do again and again. Um, it was truly amazing meeting too many people, networking at that level across the entire state. Um, so it was, it was a very good experience.
0: All right, great. We'll get into that conversation on another day. But right now, I would like you to uh, react to the Judgments uh, on Friday. First of all, were you uh, available? Were you present in court uh, during the, the Supreme Court when the judgment was delivered no, at the Supreme no. Court?
1: I, I was not present, but I have very good lawyers. I have a team that's on ground, so my presence is not necessary. Um, for security reasons, I've stayed out of the country um, to get us to this level as a Supreme Court so that whatever pressures or machinations that people had to get me to pull out um that would not be the case because i mean even up until two three months ago the people were still calling my wife and you know threatening all sorts and putting a lot of pressure to try and get us to um making so many overtures to get us to withdraw our case um so i was not present for security reasons but aside from that um So, to your second question, or to your first question, Mm -hmm. uh, my reaction to the judgment. Yes. Um, It's not so much my reaction to it. For me, it's a serious concern for what it pertains to the future of Nigeria and um, its security architecture and just the sanctity of the constitution. Because... um, what we believed and where we went so far is because um, this kind of case had never come before the Supreme Court. So it was a locus Classical. Mm. And we believe that Supreme Court will make a pronouncement based on the Constitution. And I feel that, you know, for me, Supreme Court judgment is final. It is what it is. But I think as Nigerians, we need to look at the Constitution, understand it for what it is, to understand the effect of this pronouncement that has been made. pronouncement that has been made in effect says that a Nigerian can have allegiance to other countries, other states, other entities, and still be the number one citizen of the country, right? Mm. And that creates a conflict of interest with the constitution to try to avoid. Our matter was solely about the oath of allegiance, and we stated this clearly over and over again. And I tell you why: there's a big difference, even okay. in the INEC form. Okay. They ask: Are you a citizen of another country? If yes, for the country, have you sworn an oath of allegiance?
0: Mm. Okay. All right. We are having uh, kind of a technical. Uh, you know, well, not technical glitch this time around, but just uh, uh connection glitch uh, right now with uh, the connection. Uh, we're connecting with uh Gbadebo from outside Nigeria. Okay, I think we have yeah, him we back right now. Yeah, we can we All can right. hear you. And and before yeah. you continue, uh for listeners, uh do know that we are live on Facebook at Lagos Talks nine one three. We are live on Facebook at Lagos Talks nine one three. Mm-hmm. So you could watch the interview live right there right now and even later on. Go ahead, uh Gbadebo. Yeah.
1: So that child does not need to swear an oath of allegiance, right? The child is born, he has no say, he or she has no say in the circumstances behind his birth. And he's a is a Nigerian American passport holder. The constitution protects that person. But...
0: Hmm. Well, now what the network is doing is uh well let let's see how quickly this could be resolved um the network is down again we seem to have lost uh body but survival, but... all right can you take that again we okay can said, you... yeah so we from the author of allegiance, allegiance. yes
1: yes is one by which you make an oath relinquishing your previous um ties to your former country and swearing loyalty supremely to this new country. Which is why the and it's interesting because the constitution, the words for constitution in the constitution for the governor and the president are exactly the same. Hmm. Right? So what what goes for the governor goes for the president. And that's why they say or oh, you swear an oath of allegiance, that person is deemed disqualified. You cannot be governor or president. So it, it, it was because we proved our case at tribunal. The tribunal held that we proved our case. So it was shocking for me the way um, the judgment happened at the Supreme Court. Mm. But it's also one thing that I just need to understand. Okay, so this is what we are now open to. A situation where somebody has sworn oath of allegiance to another country is now in charge of your commonwealth, your security and all of that. Mm. And what does that say about the sanctity of our constitution? Because the constitution is a framework that holds us all together. It's the supreme, it's the supreme document. It's Mm. like the contract. So when things start to get altered and it starts to be betrayed, it's something to worry about.
0: for for clarity, I mean, you said uh, when you swear oath, uh, you um, renounce your citizenship. But we know there are a lot of Nigerians uh, out there uh they still and many countries like the u.s still allow dual citizenship in fact we know that yes, they still yes, know that you yes, are you a citizen I yes if, I did not
1: talk about citizenship. okay right yeah no because you and said you were
0: you were like when you swear an oath it's like you're living that country and you're now That's f- focusing on,
1: on Based on the words of that oath.
0: Okay, the content that is, that is being uh, repeated. That okay.
1: oath, that's what you are saying. Mm. You are saying that. Now, you can still hold your passport. Yes. But the idea is this, that you are sworn an oath of allegiance. It's deeper than, okay, you have this passport. No, mm. it's now, I am loyal to you, mm. right? I can bear arms for you in the event that you call me take up arms or fight for your interest. Mm-hmm. I must answer. You must. All right. Now, right? now, what do you what I do you as say? As
0: well. What do you say to lawyers who say that uh, the National Assembly is meant to make laws, but the the judiciary is meant, particularly the Supreme Court, is meant to interpret the law. So. Irrespective of what is written, once you go to the judiciary for su- Supreme Court for interpretation, whatever the Supreme Court says supersedes what has been written. Will that be a good reason for you to accept this uh, judgment? Because that would be the they, interpretation they, have, of it.
1: I, I I have no choice in relation to accepting judgment or not. After the Supreme Court is God, right? <laughs> so, like I said, the, 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 it's not. And see, if something has been written, right, by people that have been voted in, right, that's supposed to represent the will of the people, it's not, you cannot just say because somebody interpreted it in a certain way, that is now the law. No, you, you, there's a reason why all these people got together and wrote those words. So the idea, like for instance, in, in Stainer Climes, right, if people can read the case and say this is what the judgment should be, hmm. because the judgment basically reflects the constitution or the laws. Yeah, there is no face for, but maybe
0: hmm. no. Now, now could if that could that be?
1: Comes,
0: could that be a case of uh, uh, Nigeria or the system not having not tried the constitution enough? Because, like you said, even in senior claims. A lot of times, these laws have been tested over many years. There have been so many issues on them. And even in a lot of uh, SINAC clients, like I was saying during the election, the FCT issue, for example, might not have been an issue in Senate clients because one or two CSOs might have contested it, not exactly. suing anybody, but yeah. will have gone to the Supreme Court for an interpretation of that law. What yeah. does it mean? I, I, which is I, what I, the I'd Supreme it, Court is there for.
1: Percent. Yeah, I agree 100%. And that's why we went all the way, Mm. right? Especially because it had not been tried as before, before, Mm. right? So, again, like I said, they've made, they've given their judgment. Um, I think that it it falls upon Nigerians to actually think about it. Like, it's one thing to have a law. It's another thing for you, the citizens, to think about it and understand. Mm. Like, if my leader... Is more loyal to America than Nigeria. Would that be the person I want handling my security planning?
0: But but is the leader right now more loyal to America than Nigeria?
1: No. The question is, how do you know that? Except the oath. That's why when you want to be governor, president, you swear an oath, mm. right? Right. You swear an oath. Mm-hmm. It, in everything, the oath is so fundamental. If you go, if you go to court to give testimony, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, I'm I'm asking this because yeah, I'm asking because many will say that the the oath is more of a, a procedure, a an official's uh, you know a process for you to uh, take up an additional uh, uh citizenship. To the extent that you do not renege or renounce your citizenship, then. It shows that you don't have anything to do with this. Will that make any sense at all to you?
1: Okay, no, because, okay, so let me give you the history of the oath for incidents in America. Okay. Um, I believe it was George Washington when they were fighting against the British, right? It was a situation where the, he felt like our people must be loyal to us. They mm-hmm. cannot be British and American. That's why he put that oath together. So you are completely renouncing and separating from them and you are now for us you are fighting for us you are being armed for us you are loyal to us you protect our interests so it's not just a process it was just a process all you'll do is just go and sing the national anthem and say the pledge and be done with it Mm. but when you read the words of that you're swearing swearing fidelity to another state all right right? now
0: Okay, you, you, you sound like definitely, and uh, you have a right to, you, you do not entirely agree with uh, that judgment. Are you ready to take any, I mean, not agree that you disagree and you won't abide by it, but it doesn't sit well because you believe it still does not sit well with the Constitution or the letters of the Constitution. Are you willing, therefore, to probably through the National Assembly, Ensure that maybe an additional clause is put there to limit or to restrict people with dual citizenships from taking up that uh, particular office.
1: Again, you, I think you are all, and this is why there is this technical thing. Like you said again, people with dual citizenship. Yeah. They have no, it's not about people with dual citizenship. Again, like I said, there are a huge amount of people mm. that did not have to swear an oath of allegiance. It is about the oath of allegiance, right? So, a young boy that was born before yesterday, that's a British citizen and Nigerian citizen, he has not sworn an oath of allegiance, right? So, but your question, um, going to the National Assembly and all that. For me, you know, we've gone, we've gone through this whole process. This process for me at this point has been exhausted. I think that Nigerians by themselves need to now start to think, okay, because. My understanding of the Constitution is that it is intended to protect the sovereignty of the Nigerian state and to ensure that the people that are in charge of managing it, their sole fidelities to the state. If not, this will not even be written or talked about in the Constitution at all. It's just the way the Constitution says if you've been bankrupt in um, last uh, couple of years or declared, declared insane or... Even if you are, if it can if it can be proved that you are a member of a secret society, right? You are disqualified mm-hmm. from being a governor or president. If you are, if you can be proved to be a member of a secret society, to so this was not even about swearing an oath anymore. If there is any entity that can take your loyalty over the state or bring you in conflict. With your loyalty to the state, you are disqualified from being governor or president, and it goes as far as being a member of a secret society.
0: Right? I, I understand so, that, and that's why I'm saying that yeah. because, like you're saying now, it appears that you want to do it for uh, the country, not just about you. It's for allegiance, yeah. for to make sure that whoever is in government is actually fully 100% uh, committed to, uh, you know, making sure that Nigeria works for Nigeria. Yeah without having an option so i'm saying based on this are you willing particularly probably through uh, if the apc members or the pdp or the sdp members wouldn't allow that are you willing to push this agenda through the labor party members to put that clause that will restrict anybody in particular who has taken up the oath of uh, i mean of, of another allegiance. of allegiance yeah. to another country are you willing to push yeah. that to make sure that we restrict this moving forward
1: I mean, yes, definitely. I will look into that. You know, we just came out of this. So I'm um, looking at everything again and trying to understand and see the way forward. Um, Even in the Constitution, it says that the National Assembly is supposed to have a say when a person is taken an oath of allegiance, right? Mm. So um, they also... So again, when Nigerians look at it and there's an uproar the state assembly national assembly would then respond right and then we can also direct or drive that conversation because it's in it. there is no somebody says that um was born austrian um he saw an oath of allegiance to america and then he governed america now the question will be can anus after swearing that oath of allegiance to america go back and govern austria it's not possible and you've seen this happen in so many how, how are you
0: sure yes. that is not possible there are laws are different their laws might permit it as no, I'm looked at that, I'm, the laws.
1: I'm you look at the laws, at the at the laws. The okay law. because yes because exactly. i i'm no, trying no, to pull up
0: a law on nigeria and that that oath i couldn't just find that we're stuck here but of course let's continue the conversation so now which
1: one is section 182,
0: 182 yes um, but there is an, a clause that some uh lawyers are referred to that allows okay. that a bit i was trying to get that section to put it to you but i couldn't get to that, that uh,
1: question
0: um let me just confirm if that's it i was here right now just before we started but i think i just right. mixed okay. it up well but let, let's go on with the with the interview so right now uh, that is that now with you um what what next for you right now we've come to the end of the road elections as it concerns lagos and every matter around the yeah. elections are over now we're getting into governance. You are, you've you've entrenched yourself, you've registered yourself as a key member of the opposition in Lagos. What next for you?
1: So for me, um, it's about continuous community engagement and trying to ensure that we can make impact in the lives of people as much as we can. You know, the, the thing about politics is you... You get entrenched, and you meet so many people, and see so many problems, and spend so much time thinking about solutions to those problems. Mm. And you cannot just you cannot just close that door because you are not in office, right? So whatever impact you can make over the next couple of years in these communities, I've been to riverine communities that have never had electricity, right? The, the, the means by which they get water is 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 difficult right I've been to communities that the roads are so bad people don't have access to primary health care. So, and so for instance, if you since we've been campaigning up till now, we've been registering people on a micro health insurance plan, you know going to different local governments so that people can get easy access to diagnostic care and health care. we um, would call a doctor, get medicine you know so that would be ongoing. that'll be continuous, right. I'm just going to communities that have already been into to show gratitude, to show thanks, and see what problems we can solve, you know, in a sustainable way. I I think that that's what I'm going to dedicate um, next couple of years doing. Okay, all right.
0: Um, And and, and in addition to that, um, while the verdict was given, the judgment was given on Friday, a couple of other uh, states had their judgments given. Now, we have some governors, or a lot of governors, actually celebrating uh, the decision of uh, the Supreme Court from Zamfara to Bauchi to Plateau State uh, saying that, okay, the Supreme Court was, uh, um, you know, was efficient enough, was uh, reliable. They, they were independent in their judgment and they actually, that the, the, the law is working, the judiciary is working. In your view, looking at this judgment, what do you do? You do you believe that this is a genuine interpretation? Do you also align with what other uh, candidates or the winners in this case are saying, or will you be speaking otherwise, uh, saying uh, you don't trust the judiciary? And why? I mean, w- what is your take? Uh, you, well, to be
1: honest with you, I don't know the details of the case of um Dampard or plateau um, about you or no, plateau of yeah, i don't know the details of that right um, um if if my case was solely trying to prove violence or solely trying to prove uh, voter intimidation or voter fraud i will not be so adamant about how this went right because it's very difficult If you notice, like, my case was on three legs and then it got to a point where I just said, let's focus on this point because Mm. this is the constitutional point and it's there. It's it's very clear to read, very clear to understand. And most lawyers, I think over time, when young lawyers in law school are looking at this, I think it's going to generate uh, quite quite a lot of conversation. Um, So I'm not here to speak on you know, the um, reputation of the judiciary or anything. I'm just focusing on the constitution, Mm. what the constitution says and how that was translated and what that now means for Nigerians moving forward.
0: Yeah. So so with that, uh, how would you take this? Would you say it was a good judgment, though not in your favor? Do you think it was a right interpretation of the constitution? Or do you believe, like some, think, in other I cases, think, I said they are under dealings? My
1: understanding, I think that my understanding of the Constitution is meant to protect the sovereignty of Nigeria. And I think that when you put people to be in charge of Nigeria that have conflicting interests, you are not protecting the sovereignty of Nigeria. So for me... It does not go in the spirit of the constitution. It's all well and good to say um, this is not affected and that is not affected, but then what? 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 What is? What is the effect? For instance, if I have strong ties to America and I'm a citizen and I've sworn allegiance to America, if Nigeria was trying to decide whether they should go to war, for instance, or to go against the Nigeria Niger Republic, right, because of something, right? Can I say that my president or the governor or whatever is... No, not the governor. The president. Because it's the same word, What goes for governor? governor yeah, I mean, the, the, the executive. executive the yes. Yeah, can I say that the president is making that decision for the sole interest of Nigeria or is he being influenced by his loyalty to too. But But then like, again... Why should I, as a citizen have to question that? Question that, all right. But then and again, also, many,
0: many would say that... Many will say that, well, your views might be valid because you're looking at it in the actual sense of the oath of office that is taken. But if you look at the average Nigerian who takes oath of allegiance, rather, uh, to the U.S. or any other country, it is more of economic benefits and not political. Or, so it's yeah, like yeah. if the person has excelled there and is back home, that means he doesn't really have much ties with that country. He's made his money. He's come back home that should we make this a key conversation?
1: I believe it is a key conversation because, one, the number one citizen of a state or a country is not the average Nigerian. That person is held to higher standards. Right? Mm. I went to school in France, in England, in America. At any point, I could have tried to get citizenship. I should have. But it was always at the back of my mind that... Point, am I going to leadership? So I will not do this. So My only passport is a Nigerian passport. I have no choice. So Nigeria passport. It's also the thinking, right? When a person has a choice, I mean, look at our governance. Look at how it has gone, right? The anyhowness, because a lot of people can just buy houses in Dubai, they can move money to Switzerland, they can... So it doesn't matter the state of which Nigeria is in mm. because they can send their children abroad and all of that. So even in the idea of Nigeria, the idea of it, we should have 100% patriots at the helm of affairs. Now, if you have sworn an oath of allegiance, you can also relinquish it. You've done very well abroad. You can come back to Nigeria. You can go to the State Assembly or National Assembly and openly relinquish and we now start so so
0: would you demand would you demand that the deputy governor does that out of goodwill I mean to honor the people. revival? oh the internet is having a tour right now uh we'll try and get him back. I just throw that question to him and uh get some clarity on. Is uh, uh, you know moving forward, he's spoken a bit about that. Uh, this has been an interview with Badibo Revival, the Lagos State uh, governorship candidate of uh, the Labour Party uh, during the last uh, election that held in Niger- in Nigeria last year. So uh, we're having that yeah, chat following go. the the um, the judgment of the Supreme Court, and now we have him back. So Badibo I'm asking uh, okay. if you can do this briefly in one minute. Would you then re- insist that while this judgment might have gone in favor of uh, the um the deputy governor that for morality's sake to show the an affinity to the state would you encourage him to go ahead to the national assembly to relinquish the citizenship openly of uh the united states or any country that he holds yeah you would okay yes. all right i all right. mean
1: that that is what that's what the constitution says and, That's and, what the Constitution says. Yeah. In the constitution, Nigerian Constitution, it says it there.
0: Mm. Okay. Now, lastly, though he hasn't relinquished, though he, I mean, like you said, he has an oath of allegiance to another country, and the Supreme Court has said otherwise, that he can go ahead and uh, work as a deputy governor, would you be willing to work with a man, if the opportunity comes, to work with a man who you believe according to your words doesn't have the entire interest i hope i'm paraphrasing rightly of nigeria at heart let's say working with him just for the development of this the states
1: no again i don't know the heart of anybody I can only go by their actions and what they've done. Right, I don't know anybody's heart. I'm not in anybody's. I understand,
0: head. but that is right. what that no, is I, what you're that's what thats what you thats what you are proving. I understand. I understand, but that's what your yeah, your so, case was proving that he doesn't have the allegiance, which yeah. means his heart is split. So that's I'm only yes, saying yes, what your exactly. case says. So yeah, yes, so yes, yes. so based on that, would you be willing to work with him, knowing that his heart is split, so, according so, to your case? Look,
1: for for me, working with. Him, i don't understand that concept in the sense that apc already has their stuff going on they are working they have their policies and all of that mm. um, we are going to do our best to
0: no okay let, let me ask this question deal. so you understand what i mean by working with him okay. say for example of course i don't know if you take up he offers you uh, an appointment or says we have a committee that no, wants to work i wouldn't do that you don't accept any appointment what if we were no, to i
1: don't believe in their government i don't believe in their government i don't believe that they are working in the interest of negotiations i don't believe they're running an open and transparent government and the way i mean i i was constantly talking about how the governor used public funds to pay for his legal bills we saw two billion for fans they said that it was a typo you know i cannot associate i cannot rob my so 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 if if they come to I, you
0: right now to say all what you've complained about in this administration and in Lagos states we we'll would like you to lead a team that will do a reform. Would you take up I, that?
1: I don't I don't believe that they have the will or the desire. All of these things that are coming to life is because the opposition is bringing to life. Who so like Funsho is doing a fantastic job. I'm doing my best as well. But if none of us are do, if we just behave the way normal politicians did, that would just go quiet. They will just carry on doing all of these things, right? So the will is not there, right? And the will will not be there because they do not believe that they need the people to put them in office. They will either resort to um, corrupting our traditional institutions to be doing or enjoying during the, during the daytime or having thugs go and be maltreating, beating, killing people, that's where they believe they get their strength from. So they don't believe they're accountable to people. That's why you will not see the governor come for any debate. Alright,
0: right? so so it means that you do not believe that over the next four years, uh, like the saying goes, anything good will come out of this Nazareth?
1: Um, well, over the next three years, for so a long yeah. time, yeah. um, I mean, they, they will carry on with Um, the more you look the less you see it's what they do you know. like now they pass the budget there's no line by line breakdown items 2.2 trillion they don't bother to break down line items so that the people whose money you are spending can understand how you are spending that money right so they are going to continue with the same of the same for us we have put a good run we have got quite a huge following we are going to continue to engage them and in the hope that we can come together and be more robust in the next couple of years to, you know, challenge them.
0: All right. Uh Badibot Rudviva, the uh Lagos State uh governorship uh, candidate for the Labour Party. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank Do you enjoy so the rest much, of Ryan. your day. All right, All so right. That, that's how we draw the cut in on the interview this morning and an exclusive interview with Badibo Rodzviva, the governorship candidate of the Labour Party in the last elections. Uh, we were live on social media, on Facebook in particular. You could go to Facebook and watch the interview live and uh, get to understand and uh, see what happened uh, during the interview. My name is Ulua Kaide.